Welcome once again to the messages of Cornerstone Anglican Church. In this Good Friday episode, Pastor Andrew reflects on wisdom and how sitting on the fence is not an option with Jesus. Why would Israel put their Messiah on the cross? What was it that Jesus did that caused so much angst? What could he possibly have done that got at them? Because they weren't really happy with their Roman overlords. And I'm sure that they didn't really like crucifixion. In fact, I think that Jesus was the only person they requested the Romans to kill by crucifixion. When they brought him to Pilate, he couldn't understand why they brought him. In fact, initially he says, you know, deal with yourself. And they said, but our Lord doesn't allow us to kill a man. Romans can kill a man. The Jewish leadership can't kill a man. Pilate was used to insurgents. He was used to dealing with violent opposers of Rome. And he would have picked it up in a second if Jesus was really who they had claimed he was. He would have picked it up without a doubt, if he believed that Jesus was in any sense a threat to the empire. And he would have just killed him without a qualm. But he brings him back and says, I can't find anything wrong with this guy. He doesn't even look like an insurgent. He doesn't act like an insurgent. He hasn't got any of the trappings of an insurgent. I know insurgents. I know what they're like and I know what they're doing. I will crush everyone I can find. That's the sort of response that Pilate's coming back with. And they said, no, no, crucify him, crucify Okay, right, well, given the point that he might just, at a very vague level, be an insurgent, I do have a custom that I can pardon someone on this day. Do you want me to pardon him? No, we want Barabbas' pardon. Now, Barabbas was an insurgent. Had all the trappings. The evidence was there. And they chose Barabbas instead of Jesus. So why? You know what I think? Because he was the son of God. He actually was the real McCoy. He was exactly what he said he was. He was 
who he said he was. And when light walks into darkness, darkness is threatened. And every time Jesus walked into a synagogue and began to teach, it threatened the darkness that was resident in the place. Or else why, from jealousy and angst, would they want to kill him? He heals a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath in the synagogue. What a terrible sin that is. Now, what do you would think if someone says, we're going to actually kill your doctor because he helped you? What would you think? Your favourite doctor had the audacity to heal you or to enable you to be healed. Let's kill the guy. Can you see the incongruity of this? Why would they be angst because Jesus heals someone on the Sabbath of a withered hand? Or a lady who's had a flow of blood for 14 years. There's something in the midst of this man from Nazareth that brought out two opposite effects. You either hated him or you loved him. There was no middle ground. You couldn't sit on the fence with Jesus because he would take the fence away. And it didn't matter who you were. He didn't care who you were. He didn't care your standing in life. He only cared about your eternal life. He cared about you for eternity. He cared enough that he didn't want to lose you or to lose me. He had such a compassion about him. You know, every time Jesus stepped into a new level of ministry or a new area of ministry, he went out and prayed. You know those times when the disciples find him praying and saying, we've been looking for you everywhere. And Jesus said, I just want to get away from you all. No, no. He said, I just need to be out here with the Father. But in every time, he comes back with a deeper compassion. That even there on the cross, he says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And you know, that's exactly true. They had no idea what they were doing. And the word that just came to me as I was thinking about today was they had no realisation of just who they were dealing with. No realisation of the power behind the scenes of the things that are going on. They had no realisation that this was their Lord, this was their God, and when he said in John 8 to them after they had accused him of being a Samaritan or demon-possessed, he said before Abraham, I am. I'm your God. And they wanted to kill him on the spot. No realisation. And we need to come to this point ourselves. 
Or do we realize just who Jesus is? Do we understand him? Do we take the time to understand him? One of the difficulties that many people have, and many scholars have, is the idea that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And why he would need to do that. They would accept Jesus as a, an example of a holy man who showed us a way to find God. What they can't grip is that not only does he show us a way to find God, he is the way to God. He said, I am the truth, the life, and the way. He is the way. Because he is God. And what he has done is that he's not only made a way for us to get to heaven, that's just a side effect, he's made a way for us to enter into the presence of God and participate in their fellowship. To participate in their communion. To partake ourselves of the divine. Now, certainly you may just be able to get to God by knowing the way there and thinking that if you just did the things Jesus did, you get there. I'm not sure we actually want to go to the cross, do we? That might be just a bit extreme, getting there. Surely there's an easier way. But you know, our vulnerability is so strong and so deep, I don't think I want to trust myself to getting there by myself. I don't know if you read Pilgrim's Progress. But it begins by Christian having a load of sin on his back, which was very heavy and a great burden. And he begins on the journey. And as he goes on the journey to the celestial city and that, he comes to the cross. And he kneels there at the cross and the load of sin on his back falls off. And so when he goes forward from that point, sin is no longer sitting on him. And I know the night I came to Christ, I felt like I was wearing bricks on my back. So when I came to Christ, it was like sin just fell away. And that's what the cross is about. It's taking our vulnerability and putting the love of God, the forgiveness of God, the power of God in the place of our sin so that we no longer carry that with us but we can stand tall in God's presence and walk with him in holiness and righteousness for eternity. So let us pray. Father, you know that the cross is such a powerful thing. 
And sometimes we don't just realize everything that it means for ourselves and for others. Help us this Good Friday to have a greater sense of you, a greater sense of what you've actually done through Jesus, and to take a hold of that and see it deeply work out in our life and hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you'd like to hear more great messages from Pastor Andrew, check out our Facebook page or look us up on the net at cornerstone-church.com.au